Hi, I'm Alexandria Kenyon, and this is the Naked Conversations podcast. I feel that the most healing breakthroughs on my spiritual awakening have come from vulnerable conversations. When I connect with like-minded spiritual women, I feel free to be my authentic self. It's in the truth and safety of these conversations that we can offer each other healing, guidance, energetic support, and love. Naked Conversations, Season 2. It's finally here, a year in the making. So much life lived, so much joy and abundance and pain and loss and change. In 2021, I navigated a quantum leap. What is so beautiful about this episode is that this is the beginning of that quantum leap starting to take form. This is the beginning of me starting to choose myself, the beginning of this really rich and exciting and heartbreaking journey that I embarked on in 2021. This episode was recorded in November of 2020. At the time, I was married. I was living in Jacksonville, North Carolina. I was doing spiritual work. I had retired from boudoir photography. And now I'm sitting in my closet in my apartment in Asheville, North Carolina, separated um, consciously. Still love that man. I am doing a lot of different things and also a lot of the same things. I am so excited for you guys to hear this. It's finally a time in my life where I feel at peace sharing this information There was a lot of charge, a lot of emotion that came with putting this episode out, and that's why I waited so long. I wanted to make sure that all of the parts of me were a fuck yes. All of the parts of me were on board, even if they were a little bit scared releasing this information. I also wanted to make sure I was informing all of the people in my life that I needed to inform before I, you know, took this super public. So without further ado, this is Naked Conversations season two, episode one. This is me coming out. Hi guys, and welcome back to Naked Conversations, the podcast. I am so excited because I am actually live in person with our guest today. I'm so excited because I am sitting here with Jillian of Woman Earth. She is just an amazing intuitive herbalist and a priestess of the Woman Earth. Welcome Jillian to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Alexandria. I'm so excited to be here in person, to be able to sit next to you in your beautiful home and have this naked conversation. Yes. <laughs> you are the first person that I've actually been able to do this with in person. So this is very exciting. There's a lot of energy. Yes. I like can feel it like so much. ready to come out. 
Absolutely. And so like, let's just dive in. Let's Tell us a little it. bit about what you do. Yes. Yeah. So my, my baby, my love child, my company is Womb and Earth. Um, and what I've been weaving together are these really beautiful threads of intuitive plant medicine, earth stewardship, sisterhood, priestessing, the womb, and the beautiful juicy menstrual blood, finding ways to really weave all these things together to help us wake up our intuition and come back home to ourselves. Oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's true guys like I think that you are the herbalist that I trust the absolute most I was just so divinely guided to you I have a friend Stephanie who you've worked with before Mm -hmm. and she started her yoni steaming journey and I know she had and so on a uh, Pinterest board for my manifestations of 2020 I pinned yoni steaming I knew it was gonna happen it was just a matter of time and then the time came where like I had so many intuitive hits and I had texted her and she was like it's Jillian you have to go with Jillian (laughs) and I was like um there's just it just was so organic and and then I like dove deeper in and like found your Etsy store and I was like this is so cool (laughs) because you know I had been called to kind of work with plants but I didn't know how Mm. I was like, what, what am I doing? Like, I want to, I want to root here. I want to be more intuitive with plants and some of your medicine blends have just like, oh, I don't know. You've helped me so much through Yoni steaming through your like plant blends and they've just been so helpful for me and my journey. So Mm. thank you. Thank you. It's been such a beautiful, wild remembrance to come back home to the plants and I love hearing that you felt that call when you found my page. It's it's for you, for sure. Yeah. Oh, your page is, like, for me. And I talk about it with everyone I know. I'm like, please buy from the shop. And I think the one thing that resonates so much is, like, the story you told me about the St. John's wort. Mm. And you were like, I climbed up a waterfall to get this plant. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, yes. Okay, perfect. Like, this is it. I wanted not only to pour into a small business, but I wanted to have somebody who actually was stewarding the earth, someone who was committed to having like ethical and sustainable practices. And that is so your shop for me. (laughs) My cat is standing over her and wrapping his tail around her. It's feeling our energy today. Yeah. And that is so you for me. Like, it's like, it's like from the plant to you, to me, it's such a streamlined, like energetic Mm. exchange. And I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, the plant path has, it's been a calling back home. It feels like deeply ancestral work. It feels like deep soul resonance. And I always tell people like, it calls to you. Like you choose it, but it calls you first. Mm -hmm. And you like can't ignore the call. And the relationship that I have between plants being this really beautiful like medium for their bodies, their message, their, you know, their love and their support to come through. It's such a a humble space to be in and it's so deeply honoring. And yet it, it feels like, yeah, this is my work. Like this is me. This has always been me. This is like lifetimes of remembrance coming and flooding back into my body like all of the lifetimes lived as an herbalist a healer a midwife like a shamana whatever it may be just really finding this coming back home has been so incredible and I'm deeply grateful that you feel that through my work because Mm -hmm. 
I feel like I worked so hard to to stay authentic and be real and raw and present. And it means a lot to hear that, that you feel that through my my energy. So oh, thank you. for sure. <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. You're like, oh, I just feel so safe around your energy. And that's something that's really important for me. Um, I am intuitive. I feel people's energy so deeply. And when I felt your energy, I was like, oh my God, this is exciting. <laughs> this is safe I can be my true authentic self and so I decided to um do womb counsel with you Mm -hmm. um Mm. you know my journey I've I've been healing my womb for quite some time Mm -hmm. and I felt like I had this call of like okay there's some deeper layers we need to kind of peel back yeah and our calls have been so supportive and (laughs) like I don't want to say random but just so divinely like orchestrated and like you've brought me back to ancestral connection and so many things Mm. and you also have made me feel safe being who I am by you being who you are and so I will start the conversation because we are going to be talking about sexuality today and I'm so excited and I'm also really nervous because Mm -hmm. I've never talked about this before Mm. and it feels like a really big part of me that really wants to be expressed and um you truly paved the way for me to be able to share um and I'll share with you you post on Instagram for bisexuality awareness day Mm -hmm. and I remember sending you a DM and I was like thank you for like honoring your bisexuality but also being in a container with man like, yeah. oh, like you are married to a man. Yeah. And you also honor this side of you. And Absolutely. I was like, this is so new to me. This is mm-hmm. so raw. And like, what inspired you to post that? Mm, you know, it has just felt like this journey of just to kind of say like so much of my work in the world and how I show up on my platform is been completely guided by the you know being authentic being truly authentic and like transparent about who I am and I've done that from the start when I created Woman Earth and it actually started out as a different business name um but I documented my feminine awakening on mm-hmm. Instagram Instagram has been my plain my um my main platform for exploring and I documented it every step of the way like it just felt so deeply important to share what I was going through so that others wouldn't feel alone. And that has been something that's been kind of like a code that I've lived by is like not feeling afraid to just show up fully in whatever that truth looked like. So that went from like, you know, talking about sexuality while being pregnant with my second son to like talking about how I was actively exploring polyamory while, you know, having children and being in a monogamous, um, quote unquote, heteronormative relationship Mm -hmm. to also talking about that relationship with my female partner and then coming full circle back to, you know, just tapping in and celebrating the spectrum that we exist on as human beings and how it is a spectrum fully and it is a rainbow unicorn glitter (laughs) sparkling cosmic spectrum and we all find our our spot on that and there's so much in that there's so much medicine to really sitting with your truth and releasing that fear around, you know, being seen in that truth because so many of us walk this path and are so deeply afraid by, you know, brainwashing and 
things that society has told us, the way that we were raised to like not tap into our bodies, to Mm -hmm. not sit with that and not tell other people if it's something that falls in a taboo category or is something that is uncomfortable to bring to the world. And so much of my work (laughs) has just really evolved around like speaking on the uncomfortable, speaking on the things that people are afraid to talk about so that they don't feel alone, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, that's really, that was coming from like, heck yeah, I'm going to honor this part of me and I'm going to do it really loudly so that the people that feel like they're too afraid to do so yet, they see that and they're like, okay, maybe one day I'm going to get to that place. Maybe that day's tomorrow. Maybe that day is the next minute. You know what I mean? It's so important to me to just be really honest about my life and be really transparent and give that that has been medicine, not only for myself to be witnessed, but for others. They have found medicine in that. So yeah, that's really where I was coming from is like, this needs to be shared. This is a part of me that I celebrate ecstatically and that I I like shout from the rooftops <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this is me fully. And I'm going to show up in it 1000% because how does it serve me to not yeah. Yeah. I think it's so beautiful <laughs> that you can be so transparent for others. And I think it's so beautiful that when we operate in our authenticity, it gives people permission to operate in theirs. And so this was something that I was like, oh my God, it's a full body yes for me. Like, And it gave me permission to even share with you this part of me that has kind of been coming out a little bit more no pun intended but like has been coming (laughs) out a little bit more in my life and has been um deeply triggering for me Mm -hmm. um to kind of navigate since it was something that I left dormant for so many years Mm. and so I'm so excited to share I'm I'm a little bit nervous I'm like ah because I'm like ah I don't like labels. Mm -hmm. Labels are something that I feel like actually constrict and they keep me in a box. So when I went through my awakening, a lot of stuff started coming up for me. Mm -hmm. And that looked like feeling called to be with women. Mm -hmm. And I was in a relationship, a committed marriage Mm -hmm. with a man, but I still loved him and I still loved his body and I Mm -hmm. still wanted to have sex with him. But I was also like, whoa, there's a new side of me that is like super down to be more open. How can I create more openness for myself, more freedom for myself? And I was afraid. I was scared. I was like, like, am I going to leave this marriage? Mm -hmm. And that was something I really just didn't want to do. I was like, can this exist here? Mm. And so when I saw your post, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) she's doing it. (laughs) I was like, yes. So it really gave me permission to start loving those parts of myself and nurturing those parts of myself a little bit more. Mm. Um, I guess I've always been drawn to women. (laughs) My business is based on women. And, um, you know, I started a deep embodiment journey Mm -hmm. this time last year. And so I had all this like Kundalini freaking energy coming (laughs) up through the root chakra and was like, Ooh, like new things started coming online for me. Um, this was so new. I was like, um, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, this is so weird. Like, why do I feel like I want to like kiss women? Like, why do I feel like I want to be like, I'm so drawn to women right now. And it really freaked me out. Cause I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I felt 
shameful. I've always been very eccentric and, and willing to be who I am. I was like, oh, this will be fun. I always like would joke with myself, like, this would be fun to come out. Like, like, of course, like embody this, embrace this. Mm -hmm. But the part of me that felt scared was the part of me that really wanted to continue on with my marriage. Mm -hmm. And so it just felt so freeing to see you post that. I was like, yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) I love that. I love hearing that. Thank you for sharing that truth with me. Creating sacred space together to explore and, you know, sexuality is it's so fluid and just to speak to like what you shared about labels like you don't have to label yourself you know like labels are such they can be such a construct like they can confine us into a box if we allow them to Um, and there's something so beautiful about the human experience where it's we can make it whatever we want it to be So if it feels really good to, you know, call yourself queer or bisexual, I prefer queer because bisexual feels like a a box and it feels like a box that is very taboo and it feels like a box that is very misunderstood and not really welcomed in the LGBTQIA community because there is this, this view around being bisexual that it's like, oh, just choose one or the other. Mm. And like this distrust of bisexual people. And I just really like don't resonate with that. And I really, it doesn't feel empowering. And so for me, like the term queer feels, it feels like I want to dance. Yeah. (laughs) I want to put on some David Bowie and like paint my face with sparkles and like Mm -hmm. dance and be like, yes, this is my energy. This is my space. Like this feels fluid and magical and like. I can create from this space and I can weave in so much. So I really encourage people who are in this space of explore of exploring and noticing this this newness, this part of themselves that may be asking to be seen, to remember like you don't have to put yourself in a box mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to you don't have to have a word to describe it and sometimes like fluid is just enough, you know? I feel like that. fluid is so perfect in itself that you can even just say, like, I'm fluid. Yeah. And what does that mean to you? What does that look like for you? Because it's so specific and special and sacred for each of us that, like, we get to cultivate that. It's like our child, right, in a way where we're like, I'm going to nurture this. This is a part of me that really wants to be seen, that is asking to be explored. And how can I really fully show up for that? And how can I show up for that in love? And with tenderness, you know, and knowing that like this can look a spectrum of ways. It's going to show up for me and it's going to evolve and and blossom into the most beautiful wildflower in this way that is so divinely perfect for me and my soul Mm. and my work on this earth too. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Like talk to me every day, all day. All day. (laughs) It's, um... Yeah, you're totally right. I think the the kind of term I've landed on is I'm just open. Yeah. Like, I'm open to having a relationship with a woman. I'm open to mm-hmm. continuing my marriage in the container I have with my husband, who is absolutely, like, my life partner. Yeah. Um, but I'm also just, like, I got married at 19. Like, mm-hmm. I want to explore this. This is something that I had suppressed. I had an experience when I was younger with a woman, and it was very charging for me. It was very, like, it wasn't a bad experience. I was like, yeah, like, this Mm -hmm. is cool. But I shamed myself for it because Mm -hmm. it was like, I also liked boys. And I was like, I don't want to really choose. 
But I felt like the boys kind of took the lead because of the way that society is set up. Like, okay, but I've been chasing boys on the playground (laughs) since preschool, baby. And I am fine with that. Like, I love it. I love, I love men, but I Mm -hmm. also love the intimacy and the nurturing and the softness of women. And it was really hard for me to like accept that because I was in a committed like marriage. I was like, in order to accept this part of me, do I have to leave? And I didn't want to. So this started really, this was a self-inquiry process of Mm. like, okay, what do I need and how can I create more space for myself in my relationship? So Mm. I'm laughing because I had to like come out to my husband who already knew (laughs) because he's like, yeah, he's like, come on. Like he, there's always been this side of you it's it's never not been there like he's like you've kissed girls it's been fine like I'm like oh you're right like I felt like for me having a very safe business that was kind of based on intimacy and nakedness that I really didn't want that part of me like that was like the part that I was like nailing that part of me in a coffin into Mm -hmm. the ground because I'm like I would never want a client to ever feel uncomfortable so that got suppressed even deeper deeper Mm -hmm. deeper so I end my business, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, okay. And then she's like, hi. <laughs> and I'm dying because like I'm having this spiritual awakening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a sexual awakening. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to have an orgasm and, and just learning my body all over. Right. And then spirits bringing me lesbians right and left. Like right. every person I probably encountered, like every other person was a lesbian or gay mm-hmm. or queer or whatever. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I don't know why. It just wasn't the time. Mm. I was like, I'm scared. Yeah. No. I'm like, no, I know. Yeah. And so I had to have these really like healing conversations with my exceptional and amazingly supportive husband. And I was like, I remember <laughs> we went to Cheddar's. I'm like, I'm dying. We went to Cheddar's. And I, I told him, I was like, huh? I think I'm a lesbian. And he was like, okay. Yeah. He was so accepting. He was like, okay, cool. And I was like, how do you know that you like women? He's like, well, like I think about licking pussy. And I was like, well, I don't know if I think that, but like I'm into it, but I don't know if I I could do it. I'm scared. And so I'm at this stage right now where I'm showing up for myself and being like, I feel the call, but I'm still scared because I'm afraid (laughs) to have oral sex. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know. It's just so sacred. What if I do it wrong? (laughs) I'm still learning my own yoni. Like this whole year for me, like Mm -hmm. I literally didn't touch my yoni for 20. Well, I'm sure in childhood, you know, whatever. But I didn't touch my own body or um, have ownership of my own self-pleasure. Right. For a lot of my adult life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so taking it back this year, now I'm like, okay, I got to learn my own yoni before I can like explore another yoni. Right. (laughs) So it's been really interesting to see this unfold because I swear to you, I'll tell spirit. I'm like, if this is meant for me, because I, part of me is like, oh, it'd be easier for me if this part of me didn't exist. It wouldn't truly. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, if this is meant for me, send me, send me more women and here you are right, here I am your oh. little ding 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 I'm like yeah. wait I love you my little ding 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 we're gonna we're gonna hash it out shit right here right now yeah just to speak to that like 
your fear is so valid. And like, I went through that too. In fact, I got, I had to get super high before my first like really, truly intimate experience. Um, And it wasn't necessarily better because it put me in a really vulnerable place. But what I learned is like, I felt this like, this is how it had to go. Like if I was going to explore, you know, being intimate with a woman, like it had to be this like, this, this sex thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, that's what it, that's the only way that I would really know is like, just going for it. Right? Like, <laughs> just, like and, sorry, like just take like, your pants off. We're going to go. The only way that I'll know that I'm truly queer is if I, I try it and I like it, you know? And like, yeah. I go down on her and I'm just like, you know, rainbow shoot out of my eyeballs. And like, it feels amazing. <laughs> and I, but that wasn't, that's not the case because what I found is like, I truly crossed my own boundary in that space mm-hmm. because I didn't honor that my body was feeling really afraid and unsafe. And at the time I didn't have the awareness that I have now about, you know, the way we hold things in the body and the way we can really vo- uh, violate our boundaries. But looking back, if I could go back and like allow myself more tenderness I would move more slowly mm-hmm. and I would, I would talk to myself and say like, Hey, it doesn't have to be like a deep dive. Like this is such a beautiful new part of you. How can we allow this to unfold in a really safe way? Now, if I'm being really honest, the, the partner that I was exploring this with, it was absolutely beautiful. She ended up holding really wonderful space for me, even though she didn't know that that was something she was doing. But later on in our exploration and what I would have sought out instead is someone who could hold that space, like was very conscious and was okay with me exploring with them and could hold me. Mm. That could step back from the really emotional like ties to it that we often have when we're entering that initiation kind of space. Mm And say like, hey, I can hold sacred space for you to explore and this can look like whatever, whatever it flows into and like not putting any sort of expectations on myself of like, it had to be, you know, oral sex, like it had to be sexual touch, like the most beautiful thing you could allow for yourself is like that not to happen Yeah, and you to just explore being in a room with another female and allowing yourself to feel like sensual and alive yeah. and maybe a little orgasmic with your clothes on like first <laughs> and there's such <laughs> beauty in that and such tenderness and such safety because like you set the container and you have to set that container around it it has to be a safe sacred place and there has to be a talk there should be a talk around like what does this look like you know what and a talk with yourself really too like what am i really looking for how can i explore this in a way that it doesn't you know violate my boundaries and my consent and i'm not like jumping into something that i really am not ready for and i can't fully say holy yes to mm-hmm. um unless you're in a situation where it's a full ecstatic yes then i say like hell yeah girl go for it um but if it's not like you have to honor that and notice like wow i'm feeling you know i thought when i was showing up here that i was going to be a full holy yes but i'm actually feeling like i need to step back just a little bit mm-hmm. and put some space between that you know can we can we explore this if that situation ever presents itself to you, that's how I would handle it. Like, that's what I would have told myself. Because I remember that drive over to her house. Like, it was 
terribly nerve-wracking. I knew exactly what I was going to get into. She knew exactly what we were going to get into. Um, But neither one of us was fully conscious in the realm of, like, feeling into, like, true consent, Mm -hmm. you know? And I don't have any regrets around it. it. But I do wish that I had stepped back just a little bit. So, like, just to speak to that, you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. Like simple touch, you know, being in a room with someone and allowing it to be something other than platonic friendship between you, Mm -hmm. sensing each other's like energy fields can be so incredibly sexy. Yes. Like eye gazing. These are really intense things too for some people, but simply what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be this like throw yourself into the sharks to know if this is true (laughs) for you. You know what I mean? And I've had these relationships um, come up. I, I had a a woman that I was working with, and it felt very like charged in that way. And I was like, oh, okay, like this would this would make sense. And I knew that she was open, um, and nothing had ever happened. Um, but I was like, okay, I can see where I could be open to that. Um, but yeah, I know I'm, I put way too much pressure on myself to like perform, not <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> literally like be a performance um, when it's, it's probably not meant to be that way. It's no. meant to be for me like a little snail, like just rolling along, <laughs> like exploring this. And, and honestly, throughout the whole process, it's really been radical self-acceptance so like for me when I would have visuals when I was self-pleasuring of women like Mm -hmm. before I'd be like don't ever do that like I'd be super shameful now I'm like yes Mm -hmm. welcoming it in and women are so beautiful like Uh I I give myself permission and and I give myself permission to be aroused by women Mm -hmm. like truly like I can hold my own sexual energy very well I don't ever want to project that onto women because right. I work with women, of course. Yeah. So it was a really freeing process for me to honor that, mm-hmm. but also to set that like boundary within myself of like, here's your sexual energy, like yeah. keep it here yeah. until you do have that consent or you right. do have that conversation or things like that. Because yeah. um, there's some women I'm like, yeah, like fuck yeah. And then, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, I hear you so much on the firm boundaries. I work with women primarily too. And that's been really present in my work is like, you know, I show up with total integrity and there is, that's a really solid, clear boundary Mm -hmm. that doesn't ever seep in for me because it's, I'm switching modes. I'm stepping into sacred space holder. I'm stepping into facilitator. I'm stepping into priestess and guide. This is my soul work. And like the queer part of me is like my earthly delights. (laughs) Yes guilty pleasure it's like my that in the body big box of chocolate at mm. valentine's day that you sit there and eat the whole thing mm-hmm. like that's what it feels like it's indulgent it's magical and it's it's such a huge part of me but like it has its own space to exist and when i fully open to that it's a beautiful thing and but it's not just like wide open all the time no You know, and I think there's so many misconceptions about like sexuality in general and what that can look like and how it's not just like rearing to go all the time, every second of the day, like (laughs) every woman I see has me dripping wet. Like, no, (laughs) I feel like I'm so much more attracted to people's energy. Yes. And when I say like, 
a range. Like, mm-hmm. I found myself attracted to gay men. I'm yes. like, oh, <laughs> damn you. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm attracted to confidence, to energy. Yeah. And so for me, I was like kind of sitting with like, oh, am I pansexual? Or do I just fall in love with people? And I'm like, no, because like, yeah. like, that's also a label. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm so open, but like willing because I'm like I'm gonna be on earth this time in this body one time (laughs) okay like if this body is having orgasms thinking about women like there's an openness there there's something that I'm willing to explore Mm -hmm. and she loves women okay my Yoni's like yes babe like she loves it she feels safe yes there's a safety that I have with women where I don't necessarily have it with men and we've had this conversation before I feel like because of my relationship with you know men Mm -hmm. and some of the traumas that have happened to me that my yoni doesn't feel like I have to work extra hard to open her to to men Mm -hmm. and my husband is so patient and kind with me but I definitely have to work harder to allow penetration right and there's something in in that just to speak to like you know, female and male sexual energy, like yin and yang, how it, how it actually like is in the body. Um, you know, female sexual energy actually starts at the edges of our body and has to like grow and expand and move all the way through the body to the yoni before she feels fully ready and open to receive. That's why for women, it takes like an average of like 40 minutes to Mm. soften and open. The cervix literally has to like rise up in the yoni to make space and that's when we fully feel safe and male sexual energy it starts right there in you know the sex center it's hot it's fiery it's yang it's action oriented it's ready to go and it's it's solar energy and female energy is lunar it's Mm. soft it's you know sensual it's cool it needs to feel secure it needs to be called out it needs to be like sung out of the body like sung all the way down to to the yoni before we can feel our full ecstatic yes and so there is something to that dynamic of feeling more safe with female bodied people than you do with with men um and it's because that energy already exists. It's already, you're already resonating. Mm-hmm. And like these beautiful, intimate connections with women, we meet each other and we know there is this unspoken understanding of what the body needs, which is time and security and safety and tenderness. And so we speak this language already. And it naturally, for, for those of us who are, you know, fluid or open, it feels quite natural. We may not know, but when we actually have that opportunity, something just clicks and you're like, I know exactly how to touch this body. I know exactly how to to move with you. I know exactly how to slow down because we're already so familiar with that within ourselves. So there's such a beauty in that. And I think for, for those of us who do feel that attraction, that's what calls us home is this, I don't have to work as hard as I do with my husband mm-hmm. or with masculine energy to feel safe and to open. Yep. It's already there. It's, yep. it's a naturally occurring you know, communication, a conversation between your body and her body. And the energies just, they're fluid. So mm-hmm. you're like spiraling around each other. Doing a little dance. And you meet each other. <laughs> yeah, just this really beautiful way of, 
I see you. I, I understand you. I know yeah. you in this way already. I love it. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty poetic thing. I know. <laughs> Sex is poetry, mm-hmm. though. It's the way that we connect so deeply it and intimately. It's, mm-hmm. it's like hugging someone's soul. Yeah. Truly. Absolutely. You know, especially mm-hmm. for women. Like, mm-hmm. that is such a sacred space to yeah. be in. And so I'm just so honored to be having this conversation with you because I can hear my throat chakra is like burping. And so I've like, oh, okay. <laughs> I've heard that one before about burping. So, oh, yeah. She's like releasing all this kind of thing. And so it's just like, it's just powerful to be having this conversation. And, you know, I feel like my ancestors are here and they're like, Absolutely. oh my God, yeah, we've all wanted to fuck a woman. So yeah. go do it. <laughs> Like, yes. and, and not even that, like have sensuality. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's such a difference and I, I find there's layers to it. Like sometimes I just want to touch a woman right. in a non-sexual way. And yeah. I've had experiences with my dear friends where we get naked together and mm-hmm. it's like not sexual at all. Right. And I'm always very open. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, just let you know, like I do have, you know, this side of me exists and right. I love the friendships I have now. Cause they're like, yeah, good. It exists. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, Tell me a little bit about your husband and how you navigate this marriage Mm -hmm. and then this other side of you. Yeah. So I'll just kind of touch on like the first conversation ever that we had. And it was when we first met. Um, We've been together seven years and we have two children now together. And when I first met him, I was in college. Um, And I've known that I was queer since I was about 16 like solidly knew, but hadn't had like a full, you know, deep, intimate experience where I could like soul confirm that or like body. Yes. Right. That kind of thing. Um, but when I met him, I, we had this incredible soul resonance. You know, I, I saw him sitting on this yellow couch. I'll never forget. It was this old yellow couch and he was, um, just sitting there and, um, we just made eye contact and it was like, whoosh, you know, between us. And, um, we've been together ever since, but I had this conversation when I realized that we were getting really serious. And I was like, you know, there's this really huge part of me. I am into women as well. And I need you to know that this is something that I absolutely need to explore in my life. And I need to know if that's something that you're okay with before we move forward together. Mm -hmm. Because I, even though I was very young at that time and didn't have the sort of body awareness that I do now, something in my body was like, you need to make sure that you will have this freedom available or you don't want this. Yeah. And so I said that, I said, you know, this is important to me and I need to know if you're okay with that because if you're not, then I don't feel like I want to continue this relationship. This is something that I need to understand about myself. And he was like, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. That, mm. bo- that doesn't bother me at all. And I support you should that time ever come. So about, mm, almost yeah about four years in um you know my my oldest was three and I met this mom at the playground and I thought she was super cool I was like oh man she looks like such a cool mom she has a little kid around the same age too and I just like thought she was really cute and I but I didn't think anything of it right Mm -hmm. we added each other on Facebook we we ended up not talking but then we reconnected we spent all night talking until like 2 a.m. in the morning. She came over for a sleepover with her son. Um, my husband was out of town at the time. I like checked with him. I was like, hey, I'm, I have a friend coming over. I don't know what, I think we're just connecting, but like if something happens, 
is that okay? And he was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I love it. And so I didn't know if anything was going to happen, but we ended up just spending all night talking, like really resonating with Mm. each other. And we had a conversation over text message later where she was just like really up and you know, forward about the fact that she was really attracted to me. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, this is really new and exciting. Like I'd been kind of allowed this part of myself to just take a back burner and be like, in time, this Mm -hmm. will come when it's supposed to. Um, And so we started talking about what that could look like. And then I, my husband came back into town and I told him and I was like, yeah, we just like spent all night talking to each other and I'm really attracted to her. Like, what? how does that land? Like, what does that feel like for you? And he was like, okay, yeah, okay. He was like, what is that? What's going to happen? And I was like, well, I don't know. But I want to know where you stand on, like, this, you know, unfolding. And he was like, I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that. I, you know, as long as you, like, have certain boundaries and um, it doesn't affect our relationship, like, I want you to be happy. And he, it was so sweet because there was zero mention of like that, you know, kind of what I would consider toxic masculine energy of wanting to be involved. And like, he knew that this was an unfolding, that this was like a big deal for me because he knew that I was going to want to explore this. So we, um, when things started turning into like sort of a relationship I was like this is really new I don't know what this is and I found the term polyamory which I didn't know existed um I don't necessarily resonate with saying I'm polyamorous anymore um because again it is a box and it's a certain dynamic but it can look like anything but I did resonate with that for the time and I talked to him about it we had a lot of conversations about like what that looked like and I told him, you know, these are my boundaries. I really want to keep this separate from our relationship because I need to explore myself in this space. And just, it was this process of just checking in, checking in, checking in, checking in, being like, you know, if at any time this stops feeling good for you, I need to know. Yeah. Tell me because I honor our relationship. You know, this is, this is my life with you. We have a child together and you come first. You are the most important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that never that never came up. He was, you know, very open to it. There was some jealousy when I would want to go over to her house and see her. Mm. He would be like jealous, but honestly, it turned me on like a lot. Yeah, it honestly <laughs> might be good. Yeah. I think jealousy can be very fueling for the sexual energy. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, and I, it was so such an interesting dynamic to have. I ended up feeling in this place of complete balance in mm-hmm. my needs and desires being met. So, like, having this, this female intimacy and connection, um, you know, that went beyond just intimacy and then having the masculine. I was like, whoa, I am in this perfect, balanced place. Mm. And I have never felt more aligned in my life and I was so deeply aroused by him because these needs that were really going unmet because he literally just couldn't meet them yeah because he wasn't a woman he's masculine yes and like they were just overflowing because I felt so full and I was like oh my god I think my heart has expanded like I am capable I had this moment where I was like I am literally capable of infinite love and I have Mm. no idea how people confine themselves to thinking that they can only truly love one person (laughs) 
And I actually, it's beautiful, but this woman inspired me to write my first book of poetry. The entire book is solely about her and my feminine awakening. But the beauty of this was that I woke up to my wild feminine through mm-hmm. this relationship, yeah. through this, you know, that she was willing to just hold this space. She didn't know she was holding space at the time, but that she was willing to explore with me and just let it be whatever. And we were both moms. And so there was this deep understanding of like, we also have lives, you know? Um, and it was absolutely just really beautiful and messy Mm -hmm. and messy. And I don't want to like totally, you know, make it sound like it was a dream come true because it wasn't, it was hard. It was beautiful, but it was very messy and a lot of emotions got involved. And, um, I had to step back for some time because there was this dynamic of certain sides wanting more from the than the others could give. And I started, but the beauty in that was I realized where my boundaries were and what I was really looking for. Mm-hmm. What, what truly I wanted out of this opening to the feminine energy. Um, and my husband and I have talked about it on and off and that's still whenever I want right yeah but where I am now is like wow I've been on this journey I'm like looking back and I'm like these are all the things that I learned about it and how to navigate it and that was such a messy learning curve of just like oh shit I'm in way too deep more than I can give so I have to draw back and set boundaries and I'm in this beautiful place where I'm like I know exactly what I want and I'm just like putting that out there to the universe like perfect timing whenever it's ready like I'm here and I'm waiting for you baby I love that (laughs) like we'll have a magical wild time (laughs) I love it I find that like every experience that we go through right we it's to teach us what we really want it's like is this in alignment like it's always an experience of like okay here are the things that I'm getting from this and here are the things that I want Mm -hmm. like is this in balance for me yeah. And so honoring that you went through this and it's beautiful and messy and super messy. All the things, Lots all the tears. emotions and the Lots tears, but you learn so much about yourself. And that's really what relationships are supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Like a mirror or mm-hmm. a non mirror, sometimes a yeah. triggering hot mess. Like, oh, yeah. that's what we're here for. And so when we run and avoid, mm. we don't get the medicine. No. And so, like, that's why I'm so, like, I can't avoid this any longer. Yeah. Like I have to just kind of, and I'm allowing spirit has told me, I like snail speed, organic. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. We'll bring who yeah. you need and yeah. like, you'll be able to be more free. But I also feel like this could be just an experience. And I don't right. think that people have to commit because you're sexually aroused by women or mm-hmm. by men. If you're it's like, you don't have to commit to mm-hmm. being, a lesbian or being bisexual like and that's what's so important for me is like I want the flexibility to change my mind whenever I want yes that's freedom to me is being able to be like oh this was really cool I felt deeply in this relationship I felt a deep emotional connection Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so truly desiring that emotional connection Mm -hmm. and this was amazing and I'm able and willing to flow through this and I'm 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 here and I'm present and when I don't feel that way changing my mind yeah making a new decision Mm -hmm. um I'm excited but I'm also scared as shit (laughs) I'm not gonna lie yeah so excited I know I'm nervous as shit I know tell my body to stop (laughs) 
Don't no, give away let signs. It, let it be, let it be present. I'm like, so I'm excited and I'm like, what would that look like? But I'm also scared. Yeah. And we were having the conversation before recording this is like, I think it's really important to explain where I'm at because mm-hmm. like other women could be here. Like, okay, I've had the conversation with my husband. I have the permission. Like yeah. I've done the intimacy work. I've done the work on my Yoni. Like now it's just like <laughs> having the earth experience of right. being with another woman. I'm scared. So I know that that's something that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what that kind of blossoms into. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so nervous. <laughs> And uh, I know that I'm not going to be drinking alcohol to numb uh, my nervousness. And I'm yeah. going to sit and honor my body. And, and, and I know that I'll create that safety. So I like, I thank you for bringing that to my attention and to my awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you know? When did you know that you were like straight up queer? Where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this yeah. is it for me, <laughs> baby. So I, I had a friend... Um, in high school, well, I guess I had already graduated high school, but um, I had this friend that we just had like a really beautiful friendship, and I found myself like slowly like falling in love with her, but mm-hmm. like a, a teenage love. And oh, um, no, you know, like not the it's not the same as how I love my husband, but it was just like this. Yeah, I love you. I like really love you, you know, and I just, yes. over time, we were really close. She was really goofy like me. We would have sleepovers. We, I mean, I used to drink a lot at the time when I, when I was um, like 18 or 19 mm-hmm. and we would go to parties and drink and then um, we would kiss and I noticed what you were speaking to, the body response. Mm-hmm. I immediately like, I wanted to touch her. I, my body was like, oh wow, we're here. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean like my hand wanted to go down there. Yeah. Right? And she was not re- feeling that response. Sure. And so I knew right away that like, and I always respected her boundary. Um, I, I never ever would have crossed her boundary, but I knew like, wow, this is, this is a thing for me. So I was 17 or 18 at that time, although I had already like explored, um, with other friends previously, but very like not deep levels of it, you know, and there were, there definitely was always some sort of intoxication because <laughs> everyone has such nerves around exploring, but I knew because my body was responding and that's something that I couldn't ignore was like, I was getting turned on. Like it aroused me. I was like, I want to know more about this. Um, and I knew, I knew for sure. And I didn't, I actually didn't tell my mom until about two years ago. Mm. and it didn't it really deeply hurt me what she said she was like well that can be a phase and I still haven't addressed that with her it's on my mind and I still haven't addressed it with her but I did I came out to friends who were like yeah whatever I had this fear around like what if you know what if they don't believe me and like um but yeah I just I knew I knew and then reaffirming it again when I um had this experience with the woman that I met and that was like a true first, like in it, like but intimate. I was ready for it. Yes, I was terrified, but my body was like, "We need to know about this now. It's been no. long enough, and you have this opportunity, and let's go for it. Let's let's explore." And I left like so giggly, so cheesing out, like my body was like vibing. I was like, "Holy yes, this is me," and I think this like occupies way more of myself than I thought 
Um, and I mean, because mm. I really, it changed the entire dynamic of my sexuality. I mean, like, split second. I went from, like, you know, being really solid and, and juicy in my relationship with my husband to being like, oh, <laughs> this is 1% of my being. Yeah. And the rest is, like, 99 point. You know, yeah, girl. Is, like, wanting feminine intimacy mm-hmm. um, and that connection and just the the fluidness of it so it was kind of like in two parts that first somatic body response of like oh wow and I didn't like share that with anybody that was like deeply personal and I didn't know how to share that that was a thing but then later when I actually got to act on that body you know response it was like holy yes so that was big for me. It's like I knew it was there, but I hadn't had the opportunity. And I was like, well, I don't even know how to approach that, first of all. I don't know how I would even find somebody is where I was. It's like I don't know how to even like. Is there like a lesbian search finder dot com? That's like where I'm at at this point. Yeah. I'm like, how do you find someone? Yeah. I mean, from what I hear in the community, it's like a unicorn that is like super like yeah, down to engage. And I'm yeah. like, then again, I trust the universe. Right. And when you really, like, fine-tune what it is you're looking for, like we spoke to earlier in this conversation, and I'll share it here because I think it's really beautiful to have clarity around what is it that you want. Yeah. I was sharing with you, you know, that I, through my relationship, the, the first relationship with this woman that I had experienced, I came out of it and I realized, okay, what I need is, and what I'm looking for is someone who is fulfilled in their life, is not looking for me to be there everything or there or a partnership. Yep. I am not looking, nor do I have the emotional, energetic, physical capacity to have a second relationship. And that's what I had in the first dynamic that wasn't working. Is it had, without us really knowing or paying attention, morphed into a relationship. And lots of problems stemmed from there because I just couldn't. You didn't I, want to I have, have a relationship. A, you have, have a relationship. relationship. I have yeah. children. Um, and you're even, committed in that container exactly. and you see that and you exactly. feel that as your life partnership. And that's how exactly. I feel about mine. Yes. I don't want a relationship with a woman. I want to have fun. Yes. I want to experience and I yeah. want to explore and like, yeah. And that takes us a, a special person who's in that same space as you. Mm-hmm. But to me, I've come into this realization where I like know exactly what I want, like down to like her interests. <laughs> also like, same. I want someone that I can play with plants with because I'm deeply in tune with the earth. I want someone who I can like, when I'm on my moon, we can like celebrate our menstrual blood together and mm-hmm. like be in the same room and like snuggle and be like on our moon together. I want someone who I can go, you know, thrift shopping with or make a really nourishing meal. And like none of those scenarios ever have to involve sex or intimacy, but I want someone that I can do those things with. Mm -hmm. And then also when it flows naturally, we have this beautiful container between us where we can explore pleasure and intimacy. Mm -hmm. And like, I love that. That feels so, when I, when I dream about that, I'm like, yes, (laughs) that feels so nourishing. That's what I want. And I think it's so important to kind of, to listen to yourself and feel into like, well, before I even like go for this, what is it that I'm seeking? Yeah. And get really clear on that in yourself and then communicate that to other people and like trust that that right person is going to make their way towards you. Because once you start, 
once you really get clear and aligned, like you're beaming it out to the universe yeah. and spirit and your guides are like, oh, there it is. All right, let me just. She finally know, got it together. Yeah. To you when it's time and you'll know, you'll just know. Because yeah. it's going to flow. Yeah. It'll flow. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I think I'm at the exactly. point where I'm getting very clear on what I'm wanting, what I'm yeah. desiring. And that's why I've really taken this year to just dive in and, and accept myself a little bit more. And I'm yeah. super freaking excited, whatever that's going to like look like. Yeah. I mean, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a part of me that doesn't want to like share this, but I find that like I need to go here because so many of my clients like feel this yeah. energy pull. And so what do you think? What's your perspective on why women are so called yeah, I to love other that women? That because I was feeling like I wanted to eventually touch on that earlier in our conversation. And for me, the big part of it that comes up is like, like you were sharing about this feeling of unsafety. And there is such a collective feminine wound around masculine energy and the patriarchy, right? Um, you know, and so I think intuitively a lot of a lot of women are really just being drawn towards sacred space holding and softness and the feminine energy. And it's coming full circle as a way for us to really heal around this wound and find that safety and find ways to integrate this newfound part of us into our relationships if they are, you know, with a man or whatever that looks like. Um so I think that it's just energy shifting in the air as well, too. Um, I don't know. I mean, to me, it just feels like, yeah, this is this is so natural. This has always been a part of me. Um, and it feels really important. And I want to be able to hold space for that in others, too, and say, like, hey, that's, you know, that's something that you're probably going to want to explore and know about and find ways for that to feel really safe for you, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've been it's just been such an honor to have this conversation I feel like my whole soul is like yes queen put this out there like this is something that I find that so many women have this desire and like I feel like sexuality is such a spectrum and it weaves in and out and it moves all around it has to be fluid like it has to it's like when we put boundaries and perimeters and like maybe not boundaries but just like we harden ourselves to it we become really like despondent Mm -hmm. in our relationships and like I want to always have that freedom Mm -hmm. um for me that doesn't look like with other masculine energy right right now but like I find that like I just have been calling this in for so long I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like okay I think I'm ready for things to be physical like I'm you know when you're nervous about something but like the fear isn't paralyzing right that's when you know oh yeah that's when you know it's like oh fuck it's the butterflies yeah it's like okay all right how is this gonna be like I'm scared and I've had to work through a lot of my own Mm. stuff like my own stuff in order to get to this point where I can actually make the space for this. Yeah. I think that's really important to anyone going on this journey is like yes. you yeah. to create this space for this other person, this other energy to come into your life. Like you've got to really right. find the balance within you. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I've been working on and we'll just see organically yeah. how yeah. the universe 
decides to call this in for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just laugh because I every time I like get clear on what I want, it's right there. Yep. Right there. Yep. It's the next move to make. <sighs> okay, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so important just to speak to like getting really clear on your own boundaries and your own consent. Like practice consent with yourself. Yeah. Practice consent with your partners. Um, and really begin listening, you know, to the body and what's coming up and, and finding that place of groundedness before exploring. But what I found more than anything is like, it's a, it's a calling back home of a part of you. Yeah. If it's there and it's waking up, you have to call it back home. And so much of, so many of us are awakening to this and just like allowing ourselves to like swirl around in the beauty of the feminine. And it awakens a part of us that may be long dormant, you know, that maybe has been denied for a really long time. All of my lifetime. Yeah. (laughs) Is this the first lifetime I'm embodying this babe? Yes. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel like this is the first lifetime that I'm able like to embody this and to, to have this experience without being freaking ostracized. Right. Or you're safe to claim that I'm safe to claim that ripples into the ancestors I know. and through your lifetime they're like, here for it healing. they're Absolutely. like yeah we've yeah. all wanted to try this we've mm-hmm. all had that curiosity yeah. I think everyone can have a curiosity it doesn't Absolutely. make you have to be anything yeah. right yeah. there's a natural curiosity mm-hmm. I think men have it too they're just not willing to yeah. like truly <laughs> dive in there but like mm-hmm. I think my ancestors are like big old wink like yeah girl like is this something you're willing to explore Mm -hmm. and be in your trueness I'm like but can I have it all they're like yeah they're like you can have it all just like be very clear in your communication like communication is key to like life and and like I truly believe we can have everything that we've ever wanted in this earth ah that feels complete for me that feels really good yes and so I want to, where can the listeners mm. find you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Womaned Earth. Um, if you are interested in herbal medicines, my shop is Womaned Earth on Etsy. And then I'm also at uh, womanearth.com. Mm. Yes. And how can, um, how can people work with you? Like, Yeah, yeah, I offer, so I offer one-on-one um, tailored to you council calls that are called Womb Council. And that is, that goes across a variety, like a spectrum of experiences. I have, um, again, with the spectrum, which is so (laughs) present in my life, um, I have a lot of really deep, potent life experiences that I counsel from, um, including, you know, birth, both types of birth, cesarean and unmedicated hospital birth, um, miscarriage, abortion, like sexuality, motherhood herbalism, priestessing. So there's, there's so much that I can hold in a container and you can reach out to me directly to book those either through DM or, um, email. And I also offer online classes as well Mm. as in-person classes, hopefully in the future. Yeah. With With me. (laughs) I will just attest to the magic of the womb council sessions. (gasps) You just, they're a deep dive and you have such a capacity to hold space. Like you Mm -hmm. have allowed this part of me like Mm -hmm. to really start shining again. And so I'm so freaking grateful. So if you feel called 
to Jillian, there is a reason. Like, and I knew there was a deep reason because you create a safety. I wasn't triggered Mm -hmm. in any way, like by you. And I was like, oh yes, thank God. (laughs) I was like, yes. So if you feel the call, if you're like, I am interested in herbalism, I'm interested in like Mm -hmm. connecting to the earth again. I'm interested in talking about, for me, I came to you about clearing my womb. Yeah to have a baby mm-hmm. and like spirits laughing now. Cause they're like, <laughs> no, yeah. we had some other things to work on. So maybe you come with her with an intention and then that changes. And, and like, now I'm like getting radically honest with myself and my relationship in this process. So mm-hmm. I'm so grateful you guys, please work with her buy from her shop for Christmas. Like this is a small business. Mm-hmm. Like you need to do it. So please <laughs> do it. Oh, thank you so much. And we're going to say ta-ta for now. Yeah, thank you so much for having me in this beautiful conversation. Mm, Always. (laughs) I'm Alexandria Kenyon, and you've been listening to Naked Conversations, the podcast. You can connect with me on Instagram at Naked Conversations Podcast or on my website, alexandriakenyon.com. Thank you for listening. Till next time.